Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Where I can't hear you, your, your mic is not like very clear. Not audible. Yeah. Okay, I can hear you a lot clearer now. Yeah, me too. So, how's work been? This has been worse as usual. Nothing, there's nothing necessarily new to report. Nothing really special, though. I mean, there wasn't much work to do today, so. I guess that's what I'm Yeah. Yeah, but one thing I do know is that right now Nigeria is doing their usual, you know, their usual thing of taking light and, you know, the weather is hot, there's lots of mosquitoes, and, uh, you know, Tinubu just continues to ruin the entire entire government and everyone's life day by day. So, <laughs> you know, there's really nothing special about it. So the usual. Yeah, the usual daily massacre of Nigeria goes on. So nothing really special happens. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Have you taken lunch today? Uh, yes and no, sort of. Yes and no. Like, I've eaten, but <laughs> I would—I don't know if I could call it lunch. So you just more like snacks? You took like something like snacks or something? Uh, I just eat light. I just eat pretty light. Um. What did I have today? I had. I have. I had a bit of rice and whatnot. So. <laughs> um, Wait, you said you had what now? I had a bit of rice. So yeah. Oh, rice. Yeah. What type of? It was just white rice. <laughs> huh? It was just white rice. Oh, Chinese white rice? No, no, just white rice, like regular white rice. With no sauce, no seasoning, no nothing? Yeah. Wait, you eat the white rice plain? Yep, yep. That is a violation. You trying to turn yourself into an Asian now? (laughs) 
I, I just got that dog. <laughs> I can eat something straight up. Oh. oh boy. That's great. <laughs> All right. Good there. I mean, what about you? At least you ate something, so you ate that. You ate the rice Asian style, so that's pretty good. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. What about you? Did, did you have anything to eat? Uh, I ate rice too, but for like for lunch. But right now. As you know, it's 8 p.m. over here, so I haven't had dinner. So the only thing I just had was, like, chocolate cookies. Okay, okay. Something light. Yeah. <laughs> Something light. Yeah, it was light. I was just trying to get my sugar rush on. Yeah. So, am I going to win it? He said, am I going to... Wait, sorry, I didn't hear you. Is Inter Milan going to win it? Is N21? Is Inter Milan going to win it? Oh, I hope they do. They deserve to. They're probably, in my okay. opinion, they're the most talented team here. And yeah. I'm saying that as Napoli and Barcelona fans. Uh, mm. Inter, Inter deserved to win it last year. They were definitely the better team. They were definitely better than City that that in that final, but mm. they were just unfortunate with the moment of magic that City had. Uh, mm. That's li- literally that's that's the crazy part about Inter, and that's the point that I don't I I I really hate that people forget uh, about that game is that Inter was better on every single stat line except for goal scored. That should tell you everything about how that game went. Inter was literally doing mm-hmm. all, doing everything better than City, and they had one. And City had this one chance. They scored, and everyone thinks City was all of a sudden better than Inter. And I'm like, no, that's not that's not the game. That wasn't the game. It's like, no, that's some zero ball knowledge type stuff, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's there's more context. There's more to the story than just City scored, so they're obviously better. I'm like, no, that's not how that. That's not. Sometimes you win because of a penalty. That doesn't mean you're the better team. You know? Exactly. So exactly. again, I was like, like I, I don't have any problem with City. Well, I'm a Man United fan, so I already I, I don't like City in on the on their own. But I didn't think that City like cheated or anything. I just didn't think they were the better team, and the stats proved that. <laughs> you know, so it would have been one thing if they were the better team and they won, but they weren't. So you know. So I want Inter yeah. to kind of yeah. the Champions League to make up for that, for how that final went, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Just, uh, I, I'm uh, kind of a retribution type stuff, you know. But I, I think they have a re- very real chance. They've been they've been cooking for a minute, and people have just been ignoring them and hating on them while they've been out and doing their thing, you know. You know, they, yeah. they're going to get Aramey. Oh, they're getting good players too. Oh, man. Anyway, just I'm not just ignoring. It's the same way they were ignoring Enrique and Conte. So, you know. Yeah, like I'm blaming that. I'm not. I'm not sweating it per se. I'm not an Inter fan, 
anyway, but I respect Inter's game because I know, like, I pay attention to football all around. So I, I respect Inter's, uh, Inter's game. I always respect mm. their, the moves they make and whatnot. You know, Inter's one of four clubs in Europe that's never been relegated ever <laughs> in the history. history. Um, so they've always been in the top flight. So, I, hey, again, you got to respect it. All of my favorite clubs, all of the clubs I support have been relegated to second-tier football in their respective leagues. So, but Inter is one of four clubs that has never been relegated, ever, Wow. from top football. So, just saying, I mean, <laughs> just saying, I mean, I, I, again, there's a lot to respect about Inter. People love to sleep on Inter. So, you know. Again, not a fan. I'm not a fan of Inter. It's not like I'm a fan of Inter, but uh, I o- I'm always gonna. Uh, I always respect when you when you get the job done. I re- always respect if you know how to get the job done. That's 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 that's, a, that's my foot. Me being a football fan. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> that's true. Also. Yeah. It doesn't really matter whether if Inter lose, you know, at least they came a long way. So it's something that's yeah, even they important. Come a long way. You've come a long way. You're really doing your best. So you know, it will be very childish for someone to be clowning you that oh ha ha look at the ass inter inter Milan didn't win it. Oh ha ha well, blah blah. You know, that kind of thing. You know, I feel like people who tend to like support teams just because they are winning or they have consecutive consistent wins and then when they see another team that is also getting up to the like same level and then they just feel like their own club that they support is better than that of which you have an interest in or the one that you have a better a better you know you support as well if you get what I mean you know it's very very childish when I find those kind of people yeah that's all right. That's all right. I mean, I'm not really. Yeah, it's not uh, something really. It's not something really bothering. It's not shaking up my world. <laughs> you know. Mm. But, I mean, I, I'm just gonna. I'm just focused on seeing how far Barca, Barca and Napoli are gonna play each other. Two, two of the teams that two teams that I support are playing each other once again. So, I'm a, basically a neutral. <laughs> for that you said what I said you're trying to be like me you're trying to be a neutral like me uh, well no I'm, uh, <laughs> well for this game <laughs> for this series for this series yes because again I support both of these clubs so mm. yeah no, I, I'm I'm a neutral. I'm a neutral when either it's two teams I don't care about that are playing each other, or it's two teams that I do care about that are playing each other. Otherwise, mm. if my if a team I support is playing another club, I'm obviously going to support my <laughs> the club that I do. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree. I'm, 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 that's a very valid. That's a very valid valid point. Yeah, so yeah, like Bar- Barca, Napoli, and Dortmund are the three clubs out of the four clubs that I support that 
uh, are still left in the Champions League. I already knew Man United was not going to. So, uh, <laughs> like, we all knew was not going to be there. If you thought Man United was the next, next round, I, I don't know. I mean, some Man United fans are very good. Yeah, yeah, lucky you're not. Yeah, yeah, lucky. you're not a United fan that's dead, though. So you and all your fellow United fans, you all should be lucky you're still alive. <laughs> you're all lucky you should be still alive. <laughs> you're just uh, lucky they haven't seen you guys yet. <laughs> uh, I mean, Man United is never going to. What is it? In the modern era, Man United will never miss uh, miss uh, what is it a season of Premier League football. So that's the only thing I can count on for for Man United. Uh, sometimes yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, we're not making the top four. So and then we yeah. come out out of the top four. But again, I'm not pretty. I'm not yeah. too concerned about this point in time. I'm just like I just yeah. I'm just enjoying football. Whenever I can. So. Yeah. yeah, just like me. Exactly. You see, you see all you fellow United fans learn from Jimos. Jimos is learning from me. A neutral party. <laughs> don't, don't be trusting yourself. Like this. I've been like <laughs> Nah, lie. Nah, lie. Don't be supporting United or you might get shanked. You might get shanked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys might get shanked, so avoid supporting United. It will give you a headache. It will give you a headache. You can end up being dead. You end up being dead supporting United. Be a neutral party. Don't support any club. Just, just enjoy good football. That's all I'm, I, I would I'm say. A, enjoy good football. I'm, al- I'm always going to enjoy a game regardless of the club that I support. So, you know, it's not like as if I'm here, like, I'm going to, it's not like I'm going to, my my day will be absolutely ruined if my team doesn't win. As I said before, I'm based in reality anyway, so although I'm happy when my team do win, I'm also like, I'm also like, okay, well, if we lose, I'm like, okay, well, I didn't, we didn't obviously, no one wants to lose, but if you lose, you got to accept it, so uh, I've never, yeah. I've never someone who's like, who takes exactly. Who or the club. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's true. That's pretty good optimism. That's really, really good optimism. Anyways, let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. The floor is yours today. So, here we are with another episode of Jam with Nico. <laughs> and today's episode um, very broad. I, I didn't specify anything to Miko <laughs> beforehand because I wanted him to hear me. Right. Jamos. You said what? Jamos. You didn't welcome our audience. You didn't welcome our audience. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Welcome, How guys, rude of to another. I said, I said Jamos and Miko. <laughs> so I yes. thought that counted much. That way, that's the name of the podcast. Say it that way, bro. Say it like you got passion for it. Say okay. it like you got passion. Like, like it's your life. It's your life. Javos. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Bro. More passion. More, passion. More, energy. More passion. More energy. Come on. Come on. Oh, Come man. on. 
Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Devils and Mika, everybody. Uh, today we got a very uh, um, somewhat lighthearted, but at the same time very, uh, I guess, not serious, but very um, uh, needed topic to discuss, especially for y'all ones who are looking to travel uh, this, this coming year or next year or whenever you plan on traveling. Uh, that is the topic, traveling. So yeah, me, you know it's it's gonna it's 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 important to keep that in mind. And I guess I'll just open up. Uh, I'll start with my opener right off the bat. I yeah. mean, it is it is paramount that you understand what you're getting to when you're traveling. Now, I'm not saying that you are going to know everything there is to know when it comes to traveling because sometimes you just will not. That won't be the case. Most people don't have everything down pat when you're when they're going to travel anywhere, whether it's within the country, within the country that they're living in, or outside the country. Or whether if you're relocating from another country to another country. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so, because but... you need to think Yeah. You need to think of traveling like a relationship. You know, you might never get everything you may understand in a relationship. Even when you get married. You guys may never get what you're going to understand in a relationship. It's something that you need to explore by yourself. It's a self-exploration, you know. So even though you guys may have expectations, yes, you guys act within those expectations. But then at the same time, there are some certain things that might not go, you know, according to plan when you guys are in a relationship or when you guys get married. Sometimes they they might come later, you know. So... I digress. Exactly. Sorry for interrupting. That's all right. And I think that that's just something that people need to consider. People need to consider a lot of different factors. Um, it can be a great thing to, uh, what is it? It can be a great thing to travel. Like, I know I want to travel, but it's very important that you keep in mind that you have a very level-headed viewpoint towards it. I think a lot of people, oh, yeah. a big that people, people either romanticize it or vilify it. People either exactly. people go to do extreme. I either think it's the magical experience that where nothing can go wrong, or people think it's the worst thing in the world, and you are never ever going to uh, live it down if you travel. <laughs> you know, and. Mm-hmm. Those are just two extremes that people need to avoid. People need to kind of have a realistic, just kind of like with anything in life, really. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with this, you know, you want to have a very, very grounded viewpoint towards, uh, you know, traveling. Um, because you're going to be, you're going to be packing up stuff. You're going to be moving from place to place. And that requires a level head. If you have an extreme mm-hmm. viewpoint out of the way, you're going to lose your mind. You're going to lose yeah. your mind while traveling. You're going to lose your mind. It's already going to be a very strenuous and exhausting or exhaustive process to move uh, with, from one place to another. Whether you're traveling or, as Miko said, re- relocating, you need to have a level head. You need to have a level, level-headed viewpoint towards traveling. Uh, oh yeah. Not, you know, 
if you have especially the, especially yeah it's true go sorry ahead. go ahead go ahead go ahead i'll finish my point but i, I want you to speak first yeah i want to say that especially if you like you know you come from a country that is extremely corrupt and like you're really eager to like leave that country for another a corrupt country but then you have a better chance of surviving there you know like me for example i want to relocate from nigeria to america i want to leave nigeria so bad like it's like an itch to scratch but i just can't get the itch to scratch it off you know it just keeps itching you day and day in day out and you're like man i want to get this itch scratched off but you just can't you know, so you got to need someone to help you scratch that itch. It might be behind your back. It might be at your left butt cheek, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you, know, you get what I mean. Yeah. 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 That's kind of like how I do. I, I think about leaving Nigeria 24-7. Even after I record this, I'm going to be thinking, I'm not going to leave this country because, God damn, Damn it. Like, it just bothers me every day. 247. How am I going to leave this place? How am I going to leave this place? What are the ways? How long will I keep waiting? How long will I keep waiting? It's just too much. Anyways, after this episode, you guys give me some suggestions. That, you know, just, I digress once again. Um, but, yeah, I think one thing that is a big problem I see with some people is that, again, as I said before, you have to have, um, you have to uh, be level-headed because if you have, for people who romanticize it, if you take the romanticizing route, trust me, that's not good because if something goes wrong, you will be completely blown away, taken aback, you'll be like, oh my god, like, I, I know I know there are people who will quite literally gaslight themselves into thinking nothing is wrong, because they just couldn't, like, they couldn't, their brain just couldn't take the stress that came with moving. Like, in their minds, they were like, they were just like, people will go to those lengths and gaslight themselves just to just because and and think no, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing. Even though like something is definitely wrong with the moving process, whether it's someone messed up on the furniture or someone. Uh, what is it? If you're moving, that is if you're relocating, uh, or if you're going on vacation, something got mixed up with the baggage, you know, things like that. People who take the romanticizing route will go to great lengths just to make it seem like nothing wrong happened, and they will sell an idea to other people that nothing happened, that nothing happens while traveling, and that is not good at all. Point blank, that is not good at all. No two ways about it. That's not good for you, and it's not good for the people who are looking to travel like you and have never had that experience. Uh, some people end up having the wrong viewpoint towards it too. Some people are like, I can never travel because you seem to be enjoying it and living life and nothing is going wrong for you. Meanwhile, you, you've, you've been having a lot of mishaps, but you wouldn't communicate that because you're pretending everything is fine. You know, it does get that kind of, it can get that bad. And uh, a part of it is a bit me being facetious. <laughs> a part of it is me, uh, 
you know, being a little melodramatic, but it can get to that point. It can get to that point ultimately. More often than not, usually it's, we, we find ourselves in the middle with that romanticizing, but in any event, it's not good. And then you go to the alternative side, the other extreme, which is where you absolutely hate the process and you think moving or going on vacation or anything like that and traveling is just the worst thing in the world. Uh, I mean, that's a bad mindset because you're already setting yourself up for failure. You know, you're setting yourself up to not like the process or to not appreciate the process. You know, something will go wrong and then you start saying, oh, I told you. When in reality, sometimes things do go wrong anyway, even if you are doing the right thing. So, you know, again, it, it, it two, those two extremes can help create an unbalanced viewpoint of how the traveling process should go. You know, uh, I'll use my mom for exa- example here. Um, you know, when my parents came here to America, uh, you know, they both had very, a very extreme polarizing viewpoint towards what they were going to expect coming to America. Um, you know, my mom, she thought she thought America was going to be littered with gold. The streets were going to be like made of gold. Place, the place was going to just be looking lavish everywhere they went and everything. Like they thought, they, they, she thought that she was heading into a world where everything just looked, looked, she thought everywhere was yeah, right. Yeah, she she thought she thought she was gonna be swimming. In, she thought she was gonna be stumbling on million dollar bills, <laughs> if you will. You know, yeah, she, she was thinking probably she was thinking probably everywhere is gonna be covered in you know jewelry, crystals, and yeah. diamonds. I don't yeah. know if you know this movie called the uh, the Rose del Dorado. You know, is it the Castle of El Dorado, yeah. like El yeah. Dorado. You know, in that Aztec temple, everywhere is covered yeah. in gold. Exactly, that's the time she had. Uh, meanwhile, my dad, he was hyper suspicious. Meanwhile, my dad was very hyper suspicious and just unsure of what he was going to come across when they came to America. Like for him, yeah, for him, he was just like, ah, I don't know what I was, I'm, I'm going to expect here. In his mind, he really thought that, you know, they were going to be caught, caught laughing at every turn. You know, for, in his mind, in his mind, you could say he had the same or similar fears that Joseph had when he was sold off into slavery in Egypt. Yeah. You know, anything could happen because he was a foreigner and foreigners had no protection yeah. in Egypt at the time. So, exactly. Uh, so, so he that, was technically that, being realistic. Yeah. So, he, yeah, you could say he was a little more on the realistic side, but at the same time, you could say he was a lot more pessimistic because, again, they both were entering the country legally. It wasn't like they were coming in, sneaking into the country wrongly, but as you can see, both viewpoints were very extreme nonetheless, you know. And so when they arrived here, my mom, she was extremely homesick. She became homesick almost immediately because of the fact that that was not what she came across. She didn't come across El Dorado, as you mentioned. <laughs> she didn't come across El Dorado. <laughs> you know, yeah. she came across the United States of America. <laughs> um, and she, and she, yeah, she said, she said she couldn't bear it for a bit. For, she couldn't bear it for us. She said she became home. 
he became homesick because of that. Meanwhile, my dad, he he was more so like he was looking for every reason to be like, oh, we shouldn't have come here. <laughs> we shouldn't have come here. Like, so as you can see, both viewpoints can can really throw you off. Both viewpoints can really throw you off when you're traveling, uh, whether it's the move to another. Place Wait, you said your dad said we shouldn't have come here, or we should have come here. Shouldn't have, should not. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could okay. say my dad in his mind. I guess you could say was looking for reasons not to be here. You know, um, obviously my dad he he insisted us on being in New York because Bethel is here in New York. I mean, I say here. I'm in New Jersey now, but <laughs> but at the time in New York when we they moved here, he, my dad insisted that we 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 be in New York because Bethel is in New York. Um. But yeah, like that's so just close to home examples right there from me personally with my own parents. This is before I was born, you know. They had, had told me that this this is what they experienced when they first came here, you know. And just those experiences in itself can tell you, like, just two extreme points of view can really throw you off. Uh, my dad, that extreme point of view prevented him from taking the subway for for months for months. He didn't take the train for months uh, because he he saw people going in. He, my dad, he joked around he joked around about this now, but he said he, he would see people going into the subway station, but he didn't see people coming out. And so he thought, <laughs> you know, he was like, yeah, he, he thought that something was going to happen if he went down, you know? He, he thought something was going to happen if he went down the stairs, you know? Uh, something mm-hmm. that if you come to America, we take the sub. You see it in movies. You see people walking into the subway out, in and out. Yeah, but my dad, he was exactly. like, he was like, I'm, I'm going to make it out the other side, the, the other way. You know, <laughs> he was like, I did. You know. Mm-hmm. So again, those two viewpoints, those two viewpoints can really get in the way of your experience because you're not seeing things for what they are. You're not seeing things for what they are, and that they can be great. But also be mindful of the challenges that come with it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, just I, I always say like have a a balanced viewpoint, and to gain a balanced viewpoint, you want to gather a, a variety of of uh, I guess you could say perspectives, opinions, information that will be useful for you. Imagine if I pulled up and I was like, I want to go to Nigeria because Nigeria is such a beautiful country. I mean. I'm sorry. I'm serious. And imagine I can tell you I'm serious. I want to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Imagine. Imagine. I'm sorry. No, don't apologize. That 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 I achieved exactly what I did. I'm sorry. What you just said now? What you just said now reminded me of some of my friends from 
from America, what they mentioned when I told them I'm from Nigeria, they told me exactly <laughs> <laughs> right now. So that's why that's why I've been yeah. laughing so hard. I've been laughing and that's, like, and that's why I said it like that because I was like, we all know uh, many. Uh, well, any Nigerians who have American friends or friends in the Western world, you know, you you have if you have Western friends from the Western world, you have at least one or two friends like that, like. You're like, I want to go to Nigeria. And guess what? There are many parts of Nigeria that are beautiful. But if you pay attention and look closer, there are a lot of problems that come with being in Nigeria that a lot of people don't recognize. Or a lot of people who gaslight themselves into thinking they aren't a real problem. You know? Again, I know some people, I know some people who. They're in their minds. They're romanticizing this idea of coming to Nigeria, mm. you know. And they come to Nigeria, and at the airport, but at at the airport alone, they already have to wave off people who are trying to take advantage of them, people who are trying to, <laughs> you know, carry their bags to them for money or do this for them for money, <laughs> that, and then this, and then they figure that out. They're like, and they and they don't know any pigeon, and they don't know any pigeon. And they gaslight them. You know, and that's what can happen if you don't have the correct viewpoint. You 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 romanticize it, and then you come and you think it's all gonna be. Uh, you you think a lot of gonna be. You think think he's going to be a bed of roses. You're gonna be coming into the airport, and then Golosa starts playing, and everyone just starts dancing and everything and stuff like that, and you just yeah. get carried off. Yes, well, you. <laughs> the thing was, they come there. Everyone is going to be dancing, baby girl, my dear son. Right. Nigeria is not Hawaii. Nigeria is not Dubai. <laughs> no one is going to be standing there and holding hands and saying "Kumbaya." Believe you me. <laughs> I think people have to be aware of those things, you know. And that's just that's just Nigeria. That's just one country out of the over two hundred countries that are on planet Those are just things people have to be aware of. People need to stop looking at either. Look at the good and the bad and decide how are you going to navigate both. You have to decide how you're going to navigate both. There are some people that are go to Nigeria and shout out to them because they know exactly what they're getting into. You know. That's why you I know like there I'm sure I'm a lot of Nigerians can probably point to one white person at least. And I mentioned the white person because you know, I, I mean when I say white I mean a white person straight out of the Western world. Like if they're coming straight out of America, Canada, or a European country. You know, I'm sure they know one person who comes to Nigeria and it's almost like they've become a Nigerian themselves. Like they can speak uh they can speak pigeon they learn to speak pigeon very well. They adapt to the culture very well. And they it's almost again, they become it's as if they're they they've been Nigerian their entire life, you know. Uh because they understand what it comes what comes with being in Nigeria. Like they can enjoy the good things about it, but they can also understand that there's some things they have to navigate in terms of the challenges that come with it. And they adapt very well as a result. They're not like, they're not going in there and pretending like everything is fine, but then after a few months, they like leave and they don't tell anybody what happened uh, at the, on their trip. Like, they're there like, 
yeah, like there's there are all sorts of things that I, I have to overcome. But I knew that that was going to be the case before I came, you know, and that's why I learned beforehand. You know, I learned what I could learn beforehand, and I figured out the rest once I got to the country. You know, and I think that there's something that's an that's a lost art being able to find that balance. You know, being able to find that balance where you're just okay with knowing that there's some things you'll have to navigate, you know, there's some things that you will have to navigate, and then there's some things you will get to enjoy at the same time. Simple as that, you know. Uh, but if you have this mindset that, you know, some people, they, they, they don't want to go to Nigeria or, or an African country at all. And they're like, because if I go there, I'm going to die because someone's going to kill me. From the jump. That's an extreme case. That's an extreme case. That's an extreme oh, come case. on now. No, come on. Yeah, no, 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 no. How about... Yeah, no. To all those people that are thinking that, I just want to give you a little bit of hope. Of course you're going to die. They're going to kill you like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, at the same time, that's a very wild claim. That's a very wild claim. But, and, you know, I don't blame those people. I don't blame them. I don't blame them for saying that. But then at the same time, you need to look at the good, all right? You need to look exactly. at the good. Like, for example, think about, uh, you know, example, driving. Some people think, like, I'm too afraid to drive because I might end up killing myself, I might end up killing people, or I might end up bashing the car. Funny enough, when you get the guidance, when you learn how to drive, at the end of the day, you're going to be like, man, I can take on this car and I can drive it anywhere I want to. And you see, people start having that confidence. They start having that happiness. They'll be like, hey, can I drive you to this place? You want to enter my car? Hey, you want to enter my whip? I can drop you here. I can take you there. Funny enough, that paranoia and that fear does not, you know, stay or resonate inside that person again because they have seen the other side of it. They have seen the other side of driving. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. It's the same thing yeah. with when you meet Nigerians. Not every Nigerian is a scammer. Not every Nigerian is a murderer. Not every Nigerian is a con artist. Keep these words in mind. Not every Nigerian. There are Nigerians that are con artists. They are Nigerians that are scammers. They are Nigerians that are murderers. They are, they are Nigerians that are ritual murderers. All right? But it is not all of them. It's the same way where I think about this. I used to have this feeling or this notion that if I get to uh, America, all I'm going to see are just annoying and corny and cringy people or psychotic <laughs> or crazy people. But that's not always the case. Because funny enough, I have family that live here. They have shown me their friends that are nice. They have shown me their friends that are amazing. They have shown me people who are cool there. I've even discovered that by myself. My family has done that because we have traveled there before. So that notion is no longer there. But then at the same time, okay, let me just tell you this. The reason why I want to relocate to America is for me to have a better life. I want to start a life of my own because pretty soon, once I get there, it's going to be difficult for me. No doubt about it. Because I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. It's going to be difficult. I'm going to anticipate lots of crazy people. Lots of people are going to put me on edge. Lots of people are going to piss the heck out of me, which I know, which I definitely know, like to the extent that I just want to kill them, strangle them, even as much as carrying a knife and gouging out their eyeballs. But then at the same time, 
I still feel like Nigeria, uh, America is a nice place. I still feel like America has lots of opportunities. All right? It still has a lot of beautiful women. It still has a lot of beautiful women who act crazy. It still has a lot of beautiful women that are delusional. It still has a lot of women that are straight up sassy, straight up disrespectful, straight up psychotic, straight up crazy. It has, you know, some people uh, who are from congregations, different forms of congregations or backgrounds in the brotherhood, in the, you know, Jehovah's organization. Some are different, some are not so different. Some are the same, some are not the same. Some are kind, some are rude, some are annoying. Some can drive you crazy. But then at the same time, there is still a good to everything. There is a good to everything. So I need to just make this clear to every American there. When you see a Nigerian in America, don't just think about what you've heard, the bad things you've heard, and then try to, you know, whitewash it or try to paint it as if that that Nigeria that is living there in America has come to come and scam you or to come and attack you or to come and take over your place or to take advantage of you. No. Most especially to the ladies, because I know some ladies say they have met some Nigerian guys. That is fair. I know that there are Nigerian guys who have taken advantage of them, but it is not always every Nigerian guy. Because imagine if you, someone just, uh, this thing, they just claim, they claim that, okay, all guys are this. But funny enough, when you come across a guy who does not act a certain way that you thought that you may have experienced it, you'll be surprised. It's not everyone that acts that way. People are just different. There are Nigerians who choose to be bad. There are Nigerians who choose to be good because of the environment and the way they were brought up, the place they were, the place they came from, the amount of uh, teachings, the advice they got from people, the kind of friends they keep. Lots of them, lots of them are different. Nigerians are different. And it's the same thing that goes all around the world. People from China, people from Japan, people from the Middle East, people from London, people from Venezuela, people from Colombia, people from Puerto Rico, people from Argentina, Spain, Mexico, people from Brazil, from all around the world. There is the good, there is the bad, and there is the ugly. But then again, you don't need to focus on the bad or the good just because you heard it and because you see one does not mean you, you automatically associate the person with that bad circumstance or what you just heard. You are painting the person to look bad. I'll get that to I'll get to that soon once you are done, Jamus. <clears throat> Sorry, what was the last thing you said? I said you shouldn't paint someone to look bad just because you heard yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. something. Yeah. Something bad because that person came from that certain country does not mean that everyone who is from that certain country is a bad person. Like, example, Nigerians. Everybody thinks every Nigerian is a con artist or a scammer or he's a ritual mother or a killer. It's not every Nigerian. It's not every Nigerian that snuck in illegally. It is not every Nigerian. There are Nigerians who are obedient and also Nigerians who are good, who have pure of heart, like me. And then there are crazy people who just want to assume or they want to make you look bad just because they had a bad experience. Maybe that's your own problem. Maybe you encountered the wrong person. That's and then when true. the right person came to, and when the right person came to 
convince you, you didn't take it seriously because you automatically assume that that good person is one of those bad people. Yep. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So once you're done, I'll continue later. I will explain more. So, you know, I will say always just get a very a varied amount of opinions from people. You always will do yourself a huge service by hearing the opinion of others. Um, the Bible itself even says, you know, uh, uh, what's, the, what's that scripture? Um, thank God I have my stuff right here. I can just reference. <laughs> I can reference the scripture right away. Let me pull it up here. Let me pull it up right here. Okay, no. Okay. Yes. So Proverbs fifteen twenty two uh, itself, even itself. If, it says plans fail when there's no consultation, but there's accomplishment through many advisors. So if you consult a multitude of people, you are bound to succeed or at least have a higher chance of succeeding when it comes to going on vacation, moving, or all, when it comes to traveling in general, you will be able to do that because you will have a variety of opinions to work with. You'll make an decision. So let's, as I said before, let's just say you plan on going to Nigeria, whether it's to visit or to move. Uh, <laughs> you know, what do you do? You speak to Nigerians. You talk to Nigerians about it. What are various Nigerians telling you? Are they telling you stay where you are? Are they telling you come at your own risk? Or are they telling you, uh, uh, you know, it can be a good experience if you have this, this, and this. Make sure to have this ready. Make sure that you learn to speak uh, the language in the region that you're going to be in. Make sure to get pigeon, your pidgin English together. Make sure uh, you learn to adapt to the food that we have. Uh, you know, are they telling, what are they telling you? Here, listen to everything that, that they're telling you before you make that decision. And again, that goes for any country you go to or any state, even within a country that you live in that you're going to like if you plan on moving to Germany talk to a bunch of Germans about it how, what do you need what do you need to do how do you need to talk how do you need to walk as the saying goes when in Rome do as the Romans do so you know just learn what it is that you have to do obviously you do have should have a lot of room for your own originality as a person but you should be able to adapt to the group you shouldn't you shouldn't be looking to be some sort of rogue who stands out unnecessarily, uh, who needs to stand out unnecessarily when you do that. There's too many people who are teaching and will try, and they will do the most to impress you. They'll do either the most to, they'll do either the most to impress you or they'll do the most to, uh, get on your nerve, you know. And it doesn't, both extremes are not good. I've seen both instances where one person will go out of their way to try to impress the others, you know, um, which, again, respect the spirit. Uh, you got to respect that spirit if you want to impress somebody. But you also need to keep in mind that you, you sometimes you need to read the room 
and know that you don't need to do all that. You know, I know, uh, I don't know, Miko, if you know, known anybody or heard of any personally, uh, who will try to, I guess you could say, impress Africans, uh, or try to, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, I guess you could say get on a, a Nigerian's good side. And Africans in general are very, very happy when they see you trying to adapt to their culture or whatever. But, yeah. but no when you no when you speak like a weirdo. Don't yeah. try to impress yeah. like you, know, you look You're stupid. doing it. You but make fun of you. You make fun of you and insult you. But at the same time, we will clown you in a very light manner. Like, for example, uh, let me tell you one thing about Nigerians. Nigerians, we will definitely clown you on Twitter. We will drag you oh, on Twitter. Yeah. We will make fun yeah. of you. Because everything, everything about our lives can be turned into a joke. We can make fun of the dead. We can make yeah. fun of someone's dad. We can make fun of someone's mom. We can make fun of your president of a country. We can insult our own president of a, of a country. We can make fun of our own parents. We can insult our own parents. We can clown our parents. We can tease our parents. Bro, some people can hear this podcast and they will make fun of this, our podcast. They can make fun of me. They can make fun of Jamos. They can make fun of the audience. Bro, they will make fun of everything. They will clown you. They will roast you. Because I'm a Nigerian, so you definitely have heard me how I've roasted people. I've roasted Jimo's. I've roasted Jimo's friends. I've roasted most of Jimo's, uh, some, uh, you know, Jimo's audience. I've come on live and I've made fun of people. Lots of people. And this is something people don't know about me. But that's just the truth about Nigerians. That's one fact about us. We are the kings of roasting on Twitter. We will roast you die on Twitter. And we don't care. So, no, no yeah. Grief for anybody. No grief for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> not at all, though. You know, if you agree, guy, I, I don't even, I, I know go grief self for president. I won't even grieve for Joe Biden self. I won't grieve for you. No, but yeah. And again, okay. That's that's why I say like it's uh, actually before I continue on to my my final point and to just put a nice little bow on this episode. Um, there was there's a there's was one sister I'm really I'm good friends with. She's a very sweet sister, very sweet sister. I absolutely love her. But uh, there are times when I'm like I'm like I'm like you. I I wish she would read the room sometimes for because she's married to a Nigerian brother. Um, and I'm like, sometimes I wish she would understand that <laughs> that he's not going to, that her husband's not going to respond a certain way because he's Nigerian, you know. Exactly. And, and the thing is, sometimes Nigerians, Nigerians, that's just the thing with us Nigerians. I will say, there's two extremes. We'll either tell you the truth in a very ruthless way, as you said, like like Twitter, basically African Twitter, or we'll just not say anything because we don't want to hurt you. Exactly, because what yeah. we may say may hurt your feelings, and you end up crying. Or you end and up being like, traumatized or angry with us for the rest of our lives. And I saw this one I, I saw this one video from me. She was making a gay gay breath. Uh she was trying to, you know. So she knew she wasn't going to like get it perfectly right the first time, you know. Uh, but uh one thing she did was she added a little too much uh sugar to the ah. uh, to when she was making it, you know. So 
in my mind, uh, I was like, oh, no. As soon as I started hey. listening, I was like, like, in my mind, I was like, I know I personally wouldn't do it because it's bread at the end of the day. But I was like, if you're, he, the guy, my, her husband, straight out of Nigeria. He is straight out of, so a gay gay bread has to taste a certain way. It has to taste a certain way. Or else it's not a guy. Yeah, you don't do that. I give you bread must not have too much sugar. It must have a substantial, not too much sugar. Okay? Yeah. You're trying to give my body, you know, but she put a little more uh, in it. I And I forget why she did it, but she explained in the video. But I was like, okay. If you're a the gege bread is not going to come out the way it's supposed to, but I was like, there's nothing I can do. I mean, I'm just watching the video, and you know the uh, the husband he tried it. Uh, the other uh, Nigerians in their group tried it, and you know they they didn't want to say it, but they said you know they said I'll give it a nine out of ten. You know, um, they said I want I'll give it a nine out of ten and whatnot. You and she hand over to the husband. And he was like just nodding his head. <laughs> he was like nodding. He didn't. He didn't want to say anything at all. <laughs> I was like, he was not interested in disappointment. You know, he gave a thumbs up. He gave a thumbs up. He didn't say much uh, about it. And I was like, and I was like, yep. He didn't want. To, he didn't want to do it. Uh, you know, I, I was like, none of them wanted. And I even, I, I decided to be the one. I decided to be the necessary evil, if you will. I decided to be the necessary evil, and I commented and I said, "All of them said she's a little confused, but she's got the spirit, you know." <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You may thought I told you. We that say something was, that will hurt your feelings, oh, traumatize you, or like, oh, we, we wouldn't want to say it because you hate us for the rest of our lives. That is so, what we Nigerians will do. But yeah, so again, there, uh, she's she's an amazing person. She's an amazing person, but I was like. There's sometimes when I was like, I was like, oh no, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't have done that. He's gonna be, he's gonna be, he's gonna be like, uh, I don't. <laughs> he's gonna be like, uh, I got, I have, I have to gulp this up. I have to gulp this up. Uh, because I don't want her to, to feel bad, you know, you know. So, again, I would just say in general. Make sure you are able to read the room when it comes to that. Like, know that know when you're doing too much when it comes to, uh, you know, impressive. Like, as I said, Africans are I don't Africans at the end of the day won't care if you don't know much about Africa. Like, if you, we'll we're, we're gonna teach you anyway, so it's like it's okay. Like, it's 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 okay if you don't know it. Don't try to do too much though. You know, so that's that's exactly. one way you don't, don't you know have the right view of traveling. We're gonna help you anyway. Africans will help you anyway. Uh, you know, if you know at least one or two Africans, they will. You will. You will have at least two people who got you back. Who got you back? Yes. You know. So. And you, know, you can always ask. While while two Africans that you can ask, you know, you can always ask us. Exactly. It's okay. You know. So you know, I always just say that, and I'm just again, I'm using Africa as an example because I'm African. Nico's African, so <laughs> you know that's why. Well, I'm me again, Daddy Miko is an African. A Baba Nigerian, be that. Try me. Don't say I did it. Ah. Anybody wear shalibale now? Yeah, 
I go show that. Strive it. Those Nollywood. What is it? Those Nollywood. What's the word? He's Nollywood. What do they do you? Why they talk? You don't know anything. It is Nollywood. like that. Judge. Ah. True. Talk him like that. Talk him like that. You know they hear me. I say talk him like that. You said what? I say talk him like that. You know, hear me. Uh uh. Talk him like that. No, but I'm saying tone. The tone. You know the. You've never heard the, the announcers when they well well they, I don't know what the word is I'm trying to figure out the word but the the ones who will tell like they'll tell you when a movie is coming out or what the name of the movie is and they'll tell you what it's about and like they'll have a certain tone to their voice they have a certain oh I know what you mean I know the one I know what you're talking about it will be like okay let's say for example the movie is coming it will be like this movie is rated third PG thirteen viewers discretion yeah. is advised. Yeah, exactly. They have a certain like cadence that I'm hearing from you. Uh, I'm not saying I heard them like speaking. Nah, no, be like they go talk for PG, but then there is like, for example, we have DSTV in Nigeria. We have DSTV where we are watching box office movies. They do say that they were like, "This movie is rated R, PG thirteen. Yeah. His discretion is advised." But if you are thinking about it, like saying it in a PG for Omar, this movie now PG thirteen. If you like, when I watch, now you do your own, or you're not your case. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and and I think that that. Um, sorry, I just jumped to the next. No, sorry. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Um. I forgot what I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> I forgot what I wanted to say. Wow, okay. we're, t- we're talking about Nollywood. <laughs> and then I just yeah. ended up, uh, you know. But anyways, my final point is just to keep those things in mind. To keep those things in mind when it comes to traveling, you'll be just fine. Um, understand the risk and also the reward. You know, I guess you could say, for lack of better words, uh, understand both sides of the coin, and you'll be able to have a much more optimal and enjoyable salary if you have an extreme viewpoint. Things are more enjoyable when you have a have a realistic yet optimistic view of everything, um, and that definitely goes for stuff. Uh, definitely goes for salary. Also, uh, I know I said uh, don't try to impress, go out of your way to impress them too much. Don't try to do too much to impress them, but also at the same time, you know, don't um, don't think one thing is going to happen when another thing will happen. Like, have the right viewpoint of have the right viewpoint of that, of what you're getting into as well. Like, some people will say, like, oh, I love like, for example, I love Korean men and stuff like that. They're so this, that, and the third. And it's like, well, yeah, they're like that. But they also deal with women who are not like this. Uh, not like what, what you are. 
And that's the thing. Some people want to eat their cake and have it too. You know, some people think that they get to just enjoy what comes with this when they are not this kind of person. You know, um, I see it a lot when there's some people who are like, oh, I love African men or I love Nigerian men. They're this, that, and the third. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, it's, you can get, you can enjoy that, but you, you still have to be the kind of person that they want in the first place. Like, you don't just get to come in and have this kind of person and then you're not, you know, the individual that you need to be beforehand, you know? So, I would say that. Go ahead. <laughs> and and there's a, as, as you can hear in the background, but I don't know if you see. I'm sorry. You hear back. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know if you heard me. I was... <laughs> oh oh, you done? You finished? Yes. Yeah. Oh okay. Anyways, as I was saying, yeah, I heard what but... you were saying. I I just zoomed out for a bit. Sorry. Okay, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, so I was saying, um, you know, I was talking about, uh, yes, I was talking about, yeah, Nigerians all around the world. America, UK, Venezuela, Madagascar, Puerto Rico, Trinidad. Not all of us are bad people. I'll give you an experience. I DM the girl who is from America. I won't leak out her name, but that girl was annoying. She was rude. So as I was talking, as we were talking, as I introduced myself, she asked me, where am I from? I said, I'm from Nigeria. She said, of course. Then I added a question mark. I was like, what do you mean, of course? Because maybe she must have heard something bad about Nigerians. Probably she might be thinking I'm a scammer because she yeah. said, I don't post my pictures on my status on my profile i'm like i have my reasons why i don't post my picture on my profile i have my reasons it's my personal reasons and you don't get to tell me why i should post my pictures on my profile no matter how handsome or no matter how ugly the person is you don't tell that person what to do someone has personal reasons they have issues maybe they have a dilemma maybe they're insecure maybe there's something bothering them or maybe they just don't feel like taking pictures like me because I feel like there's no need for me to take pictures of myself because it's way better when you see me in person. Funny enough, some people be like, I look way better than how I look in person than how I look in pictures. Yeah. I got that from my mom. So probably that was what she was thinking. She was thinking I was a scammer. Maybe she was thinking I was trying to scam her. I was trying to like, you know, use her for green card, which was absolutely stupid and dumb of her. But I don't blame her because why would you be thinking that every Nigerian you see or just because a Nigerian brother who wanted to talk to you was just trying to scam you or you were thinking that he was a scammer just because his account is private? That's just how I am. And it's not like the first time I've encountered that. As soon as I just told them I'm from West Africa, we're in West Africa and Nigeria, they just delete me from their DM. I don't hear from them after the next two or five weeks, <laughs> which is very funny. Then I don't blame them. At the same time, I don't blame Nigerians. At the same time, I still blame Nigerians because some stupid Nigerians 
come to America to still try their uh, their scam yeah. artists tactics on people, and they bring a bad name for fellow Nigerians who are actually authentically nice and genuinely good. They always, uh, so both parties. It's always somebody that just wants to rain on your parade. It's always somebody that just wants to spoil it for you. You know that one friend when you're talking to your crush and he just casually says something stupid out of the blue. You'll be like, why the hell do, did this guy come? Why the hell did you say that? Why, why can't you just shut up? Mind your business. Act like the wingman you were supposed to be. You know? I know why I'm talking about this. I know why I'm using these words. Because I'm expressing how I feel in the past. Now... Another thing I want to mention to you ladies, if a Nigerian guy likes you, give him a chance. Trust me. There are Nigerian guys who authentically show you how much they love you, how much they like you. Don't question them. Don't ask them why. Don't ask them this. They will just show you. They will tell you and they will show you. Another thing, as I am telling you the good of Nigerians, let me tell you the bad. You remember how I was joking about how Nigerians will kill you if you, you know, the first time you, they tell you, uh, you know, you should come and visit Nigeria. You'd be like, no, I don't want to visit Nigeria because I might end up dead. Yes, Nigerians will kill you. Nigerians will <laughs> dice you up into steak. Nigerians will use you for shawarma. Nigerians will use you for steak. Nigerians will definitely cut you in a bit. I'm just saying this to scare y'all. Because I like to play with people's feelings. <laughs> Anyways, you know. But then again, it's not true. Not all Nigerians are like that. That's just me talking out of the blue. But then they are dangerous Nigerians out there. They are Nigerians that are scam artists. For you to know one, you must ask a Nigerian. You must talk to a Nigerian. A Nigerian will tell you the truth. Because I remember one of my loved ones, I told my loved interest, uh, you know, she asked me, she wanted to bring her family to visit me and my family in Nigeria. I said, that is fine. But then I still told her, it's, you can be careful. But at the same time, you can never be too careful. Because funny enough, when you are coming to Nigeria, you need to be very careful. You need to be mindful of other Nigerians who may try to play on your intelligence, who may try to scam you out of your money. Because it happens a lot on a daily basis. So one must shine their eye. What do I mean by shine their eye? be very cautious extremely extremely cautious nigerians when when the nigerian scammer is trying to scam you believe you me they do it in style they do it in the most innocent way you won't believe so you must shine your eye open your eyes very well this one will be like say oh let me help you open your bag madam make i help you carry this one eh? no lie lie don't let anyone touch your luggage don't let anyone touch your luggage. Do you hear me? To anyone who wants to come to Nigeria, be very careful when you are coming out of the airport. And do not anticipate too much because what you see, what you think about is not what you see in, in reality. It's very, very different. Your expectation is totally different from the reality. Very, very different. It is, you will not see anybody dancing around or carrying uh, hulu, hulu loops. Or you won't see them waiting for you so that they will sing and dance for you. Unless it's a personal event. Nigerians don't do that kind of thing. We're not crazy like that. 
Nigeria is not Hawaii. Nigeria is not Dubai. Nigeria is not the Maldives. There are beautiful places in Nigeria. There are lots of nasty places in Nigeria. If you want to find the good places in Nigeria, ask for the right directions. Use your map correctly. And when I mean correctly, put in the correct address, put in the correct information so that you don't get into trouble. Another thing, it's becoming a very dangerous thing in Nigeria when people go out at night. It is extremely dangerous if you go out at night. Believe me, they are kidnappers, they are ritual murderers, they are thieves, they are bandits, they are arm robbers, they are everywhere. My advice to you, do not go out late at night. Do not. Danger is locking everywhere, but it is far better you come back in the evening. 6 p.m., 7 p.m., sharp. You enter into your house or your hotel room or Airbnb and lock up your doors. Just like Mexico, when the sun goes down, you go down. Simple. That is what I wanted to say, Hermano. That is exactly what I want to say, Hermano. Gracias. Thank you. At the same time, Nigeria has beautiful places. There are lots of places where you can try our jollof rice, our suya, our own version of shawarma, our own version of pizza, our own version of burger, our native dishes, isiewu, nkwabi, fura donunu, dambu nama, dambu kaza, egusi pomo. You can try lots of those things in restaurants, various restaurants. There are lots of sites. You can go to the Asso Rock. You can go to Millennium Park. You can go to City Park because where I'm from in Nigeria, people go there to play soccer. They go there to play football. They go there to have drinks. Now, on the reason why I said I wanted to relocate to America, there are better opportunities for me there. I have had this notion for the past two or three years that when I get to America, things may start off well, but at the same time, things are not going to be easy for me. Things are not going to be easy for me which I have realized because I know exactly what I'm getting myself into. I'm going to find it very difficult. But then at the same time, as Jehovah is my shepherd and as Jehovah is with me, I will survive and I will make it. I know I'm going to meet lots of currents. I'm going to meet lots of police. I know one thing I'm afraid of is police brutality. I do not want to encounter that. I do not want to encounter being pulled up by police. I do not want to encounter being harassed by some random idiot who is working at maybe Diary Queen, Diary Queen or maybe McDonald's, asking me some set of stupid questions. I don't want people asking me about my personal life because I'm extremely private. But I know I'm going to encounter it. I don't want to experience people questioning me about my country. Why is Nigeria like this? asking me questions that don't even make sense when they should have checked or gone to a, discover it by themselves. Jimos, you know what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, you, you, you just want to say well, okay. Mm -hmm. So, at the same time, I'm also going to be trying my best to be social with yeah. the brothers and the congregation, but then at the same time, it's not everything that I will tell people. Because I don't like to just go about telling people about this, telling people about that. Even if people are interested in trying to get to know about me, sometimes I'm like, eh, -eh. I, I don't feel like it. I'm just not ready or interested or 
in the mood to talk, to talk about things. The same thing with ladies. Trying to go on a date with an American lady, I will make sure I'll be very careful because I have seen some things online. Lots of things online. They are the good ladies. They are the bad ladies. They are the ladies that are a combination of both. There are lots of crazy things I have seen there. The entire Me Too movement, the entire, the other side, the people with the rainbow, and all of that. <laughs> I know I'm going to encounter them. I know they are going to piss me off so much that uh, almost, I fit release my Nigerian version on them. I fit release my Nigerian version and they will be shocked. It will scare, scare the hell out of them. So I know exactly what I'm anticipating. The same thing when I'm traveling there. The last time I traveled to America, I experienced a very rude flight attendant. My dad went to go and speak with her, but funny enough, we had to follow the procedure, no matter how rude or insultive she was. It was an amazing trip going to Florida, Tallahassee. I enjoyed myself going there. But coming back, it was extremely stressful. Going there, it was extremely stressful. Finding a job is going to be easy. At the same time, it's going to be hard. Finding a house is going to be easy. At the same time, it's going to be hard. Making money is going to be easy. At the same time, it's going to be hard. Buying foodstuffs, getting married, having kids, bringing your family, meeting your, your wife's, uh, meeting my wife's uh, family, my in-laws. You know, there are lots of things you have to get to used to. They're going to get used to me being very, you know, reserved. They're going to get used to me being very open with them at the same time. You know, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to, like, make things difficult for them. Mm -mm. I'm going to still make changes. I'm going to make changes. Lots of things. So I'm still considering the two the two evils, the two sides of the coin, both the good and the bad. All I am hoping for is that I avoid the bad side of America. That's the only thing. I don't want to enter into any form of trouble or issue, even though it is inevitable. But I am just praying to Jehovah that he protects me, my family members, and he guides me for the rest of my life out of trouble and out of any situation. That is the truth. And that's what you people should do when you are traveling. It is true, you people may find issues, you people will face issues. But it should not stop you from being smart. It shouldn't stop you from acting like someone who is matured. Because I've seen some things about some American people online and it shocks me. It scares the hell out of me when I see that. And sometimes I even used to contemplate should I really live in America after seeing this, after hearing this? I'm like, my days. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I should do. Because these Americans, they act very crazy. They are scaring me. They are scaring the heck out of me when I see some news about what is going on there. But then again, I still pray to Jehovah. Please let this be something comfortable for me. Let this be something good for me. Let me be happy living there. Let me always live long living there. So please and please, let us find the good in everything. Find the good in people. Find the good in things. 
It does not mean you should not consider the bad, but always look for the good. Look for the good. Don't try to be so conspicuous or so suspicious about everything. Yeah. Don't. Don't do that. Don't try to look for loopholes or try to look for things. Otherwise, you might end up getting what you wish for and you will not like it. That's all I would say. Well, I don't have anything else to add. Uh, I think you pretty much brought the house in with that, that concluding, concluding thought. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, stay safe, everybody. And be stay safe. mind when you travel is what I will say. So, um, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Do the <laughs> voice. Hyping energy. <laughs> no, but <laughs> thank you guys so much for being on, uh, for listening to this episode of Jam Up and Disco. I hope you gained a lot of insights from it. I mean, I know, again, as I said before, I know we were very Afrocentric with this one, but as I said, we're African guys, so it's a very easy example to use. Um, you know, but uh, I'm sure you got the point in any of this. So I, I hope I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care and bye bye. Have fun.